Another episode of Chris and Adrian's Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, a very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Series 8, Episode 46. Now, Chris, I thought yesterday was a little bit of a lull. We continued to have the lull today, so uh, any more thoughts on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> what, a minute one? <laughs> so just go to the end, Dave. Um, Beat yesterday's record. <laughs> it was a pretty poor one, to be honest, tonight's episode. It wasn't a good one at all. I remember looking at like the clock. It was about 20 to 10. I thought we've had 40 minutes of nothing. You know, mm. like, the, the new... People are coming in are all grafting, obviously, trying to vie for positions, trying to get with uh, different people. I'm not buying any of it. This Natalia looks like she's a bit of a, a firecracker, Dave. Like she's she's gonna, and we obviously saw a bit of a VT, but she seems to be up for. I'm going to try and get in between everyone, but I've not seen anything. I know um, Danica kissed that lad, didn't she? And it, it, it was there, but well, that had to go. And then Deji's there and the girls are not interested, which is stupid because if they want to stay in the villa, he's the man, any really, that you want to get with. Like like Danica's the girl you want to get with. I didn't buy Reese going after Ekin Sue. She was not interested mm. one bit, Dave. He's got great looking lad, but fuck me, he's got no chat at all. It was terrible chat. Oh, yeah, yeah you're a bit dangerous. And uh, you're a bit, I'm like, oh my God, mate, you're going to rival Danica for a fucking job <laughs> interview. And, and Ekin Sue, to be fair, pied him off completely. Davide went around and had a chat with him, but he said, I'm too, in a too good position. I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think, you know, obviously the winners are going to do anything silly. And, your stupid uh, prediction that Tasha was going to turn heads, Dave. Well, that's come back to bite you on the arse, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll find 180 Phelps. That was you. But uh... <laughs> well, let's talk about Natalia first, then. I think the, um, the way it opened, she is the one for me who's really looking to mix things up. Like you say, the guy, Reese is the one guy. What's the other one? Is it Jamie, the footballer? He... Yeah, him. No, it's not him. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. The footballer from uh, Halifax, who his club doesn't sound very happy that he's gone on Love Island when they're supposed to be in pre-season training. But, uh, you know, he's obviously gone after Danica. But, it, it, yeah, it, she was single anyway, so it's not ruffling any feathers. Whereas Natalia... You know, doesn't really care. And it might sound like an obscure reference, Chris. Natalia reminds me of just like a pretty girl in the office in a rom-com. You know, so like uh, just I, I can't think of a specific rom-com, but just someone, you know, that is there and, you know, the the main character, the main female character is jealous of. I, it's just, I don't know why it is just in my mind. And at some point I will think of a rom-com uh, and I'll go, yep, yep. That's, that's what's making me think of that. But um, what I liked about her game was when she was talking to Davide and he's 
fair play to him. He's been a bit flirty, but he's also making it clear him and Ekinsu are in a good place. But she keeps, Natalia keeps talking about how important trust is. <laughs> and she keeps using the word trust and she's just sending it like subliminal messages, you know, really poking, scratching away at that scab, um, you know, about the trust issues and stuff. So I thought, oh, that is very, very manipulative, you know, so fair play to you. Um, let's see where that goes. And I think probably more so than anyone else, Natalia seems to be going for Davide and, you know, jumping right to the end. And we won't wrap up quite as quickly as I was jesting before, but um, it does look like that is going to cause a bit of drama because Ekinsu is just very, very insecure about it, isn't she? She, You know, she's got a face like thunder. She's not been very welcoming to the girls at all. And um, in particular, Natalia. So, yeah, I, I... we had to get through, we had to power through this episode, Chris. I actually can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah, and I agree, Dave. I think I think the thing Ekinsu's forgetting is she did sort of do this to Davide with Jay. I know Davide's done it and, and booked all the receipts when he was in Casa Amor. So nobody, you know, he, he hasn't really got a leg to stand on. But like you say, he hasn't shown anything. There's just some of there. You sorry, a very different place then, though, weren't they? Yes, yeah, I mean, of course. Like they are. four days in. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, and I, and I agree with that. I, th- I think, I think the thing is, it won't happen. It and you know that there's just people. Sometimes you meet them and they don't like you. You don't like them, and you cannot put your finger on it. And you might end up being like good mates, but that initial sort of initial feeling is like, oh, I don't like this person. And we all do that. We all make that judgment. And I just think Ekin really feels threatened by Natalia. But Natalia's sort of saying, well, I don't think she likes me. And I'm like, well, you've sort of gone after a man. They're really happy. You've seen the show. You know what's going on. Davide, you know, you might think he's a soft touch and he's going to cave. But I think, he, like you say, he just likes the flirt. He likes the fact that somebody else wants him. But he'd be absolute Love Island, uh, you know, a massive for Love Island if he has needed that for his own sort of path and winning it. Because at the moment, I can't see anyone else catching them two. No, I mean, uh, Tasha and Andrew are probably second to them two, aren't they? I don't think anyone's voting for Luca. I mean, the, the thing is, Gemma is probably really popular, isn't she? So I think some people do vote just based off the strength of one person rather than necessarily the couple together. So, yeah, let's see. But yeah, Davide and Akisu, they they... They do look like favourites. I am looking forward to the drama tomorrow with Ekinsu and Natalia, but I don't I don't think Ekinsu should feel as threatened as she does. No, I don't. I agree with that. And Dave, I must admit, I had an issue with tonight's episode. And me and Sam said it at the same time, funny enough, as we were watching it. But what the fuck was Ian Sterling doing? Now, he's dropped a few one-liners in there this series that have been really funny. I'll give him that. I thought he was fucking terrible. He was getting on my nerves in this episode tonight. It was just not funny. And it was shit, I thought, what he was delivering. Do you think maybe he's stretching himself too thin by trying to do the US Love Island as well as the UK Island? Well, having watched episode two day of Love Island <laughs> USA, uh, I'd agree. Yes. <laughs> Are we going to tell that story, Dave? Because you've absolutely done me <laughs> completely. So, so I, look, pull up a chair, everyone. My great friend, and I say it at every <laughs> podcast, 
Dave <laughs> messages me, and obviously I'm pushing and pushing. Let's get Love Island USA on the on the go, or let's try and see where we end up. We both watched the first episode. Someone texts me saying, "Have you watched the second one?" So I'm going, "Oh no!" That when he sends me these messages, it means he's watched it, and I've not, Mister <laughs> Instigator. I didn't write that though. All no, I, I said was, have you watched episode two? Yeah. <laughs> Throw the fucking breadcrumb in there. So Mr. Instigator of Love Island USA here is thinking, oh, fuck, he's watched it. I'm going to have to watch it now because he's going to be like, well, you've asked us to, to try and cover it or do whatever we're going to do. So I'm there watching it, fucking trying to find it everywhere. I found it on Daily Motion. I've got it at 1.25 speed because I'm thinking, oh, I'm, not, I can't, I'm never going to live this down. <laughs> You've not even fucking watched it. I'm fretting, <laughs> rushing around, and then you are pissing your pants before these podcasts, telling me you've not even watched it. You <laughs> absolute wanker! Absolutely, the, the, the artistry, though. That I mean, this is the joke was only for me mainly, um, but. You know, it's the fact that through the UK Love Island, I'm like, what did you make to episode two? You know, and this is a, a few hours after that first message. You know? <laughs> and you'd said, oh, no, I haven't watched it then. And so I just responded, oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. You absolutely <laughs> dumb me there completely as soon as you told me I was like you utter tosser I've absolutely been fretting watching it thinking oh my god I've got to keep with the program here he's going to be like well you want to watch it because because you know what I like with the films Dave when we do my other podcast this has happened recently you've got to the cinema and I've like got right I'm going to go and then things have happened or I forgot I was always like right I've got to get on the case for this he's going to pull me like oh, you bastard but yeah you've done me there I've got to give you that I'll absolutely um give you that one that was very good Dave <laughs> it, it did amuse me like i say um but anyway uh so what what do you think to those dates then because you mentioned about uh the guy what's his name reese going Reece, in yeah yeah, yeah and jamie Reece. is the other one I, I just saw it there so uh, you know what i found refreshing chris is you know just reese is just going after danica we, we've not really seen that and she is a little bit corporate still, but I think she is maybe calming down a little bit. I'm not sure if I've got a mental bias. I'm looking for it. But, you know, maybe she's got a little bit less of the business speak and more, you know, in a relaxed state, knowing that Reese is just, you know, making a beeline for her. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be one of them things where she's got to couple with someone, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave, I think it's Jamie. Reese is the lad who went after Ekinsu, the one who said no, he likes. So, yeah, I was saying Reese is the really quiet one, isn't he? So yeah. he had the date with Ekinsu, and then you know. Oh yes, he did. Sorry, yeah, yeah, because yeah, Reese likes girls who are twenty six, between twenty six and twenty eight. Oh fuck me, Chris! What a fucking shit line that was. What? Oh, I'm twenty seven. Wow, what a line <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, like Ekinsu's just going to take all the clothes off you there, mate. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to. Take all the clothes off for of that line. What a great line that is. Fucking hell. I was like, mate. I forgot about that one. What a shit line. Like I say, he got all the fucking looks and everything, but the fuck all chat, Dave. Unfortunately, it's a stereotype of models, isn't it? Like, I suppose. But he, he did. He just had everything. He's got the body. He's got everything. But it was just terrible. He might be nervous. And he's like, you intrigue me. And I'm thinking, fuck me. Is that the Davey Brent fucking playbook here? You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my word! Yeah, and what's what's the other girl's name? The showgirl, um, uh, Lacey. Lacey, yeah, yeah. What do you reckon to her? Just you know, she knows she's only just got in there. Yeah, and she talked I, about you know, I I couldn't work out is this her being the other woman or you know there's some kind of cheating going on because she talked about you know was it seven and a half relationships or three and a half whatever she said but it was the the important bit was and a half you know and so to say that so early into her villa career if you like it it just struck me as a bit odd I I don't think you see many people doing that no and and I'll tell you what else was odd David I think going along with the same theme with Lacey was when they played the, the dare game when Desi went to kiss her, she went, oh, no, I've got lipstick on. You wouldn't want that. And I'm like, but you're in fucking Love Island. Yeah. That's the whole point <laughs> of the show. And and poor Desi's there left hanging because he wants, you know, he wants to kiss her sort of thing. I don't know. It was just a bit off. It, N- Natalia's the one you've got to watch out for where she's she's sort of very headstrong and I think fiery. That Latino side of us fiery, but I think Lacey could be the, the more of the game player, Dave. I think as it goes on, I think she, I don't know, they, they just they, they seem at the moment, all four of them in some respects, very desperate. Because, like you said, you've got a, said it yesterday, you've got a very short time span that mm. they, they need to sort of deliver on this, don't they? And they even said it, Lacey and Natalia were saying, like, we're only here for a couple of days, we've got to sort of strike where the iron's hot. But I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I know poking a bit of fun at Andrew and Sasha, I can't see any couple at all breaking I really can't I mean Adam said he liked Natalia in the game but that was it I mean I must admit Dave fucking Paige's face was like a fucking pan of piss (laughs) and I am here for it my friend because as this has gone on and obviously I know the Jacks thing and she doesn't know what's going on on the outside and you know, we, we, we understand that and, and Jacks has said it's her journey and we've seen this before where couples have carried on and they've snogged other people they've got with them and it, and it is a vehicle to get towards the end of the show because of the public, you know, in the public's eye, you know, you've got a great chance of making money. So I sort of get it. But then as this has gone on, I just think she's fake, Dave. I think the whole premise is fake. I don't really buy it. I think Adam's just playing the game because he knows how much people thought of him last time. And they will literally get the text message after the show. We remain friends, Dave, and they've mm. split up. I just don't believe any. And I just... I'm not saying it's all Paige because it's not. Adam knows how to play the game better than anyone, but I'm not buying into them as a couple, if I'm being honest, Dave. And I just think as it goes on, I did love the fact that she, that all the girls were snug, snogging at him. That's so bad, I know, but I did. I was like, yeah, good on you. Yeah, so Paige, I I must admit, and, and you've said this for a, a little while now about Paige, and I, I, I don't think I, I, I was kind of okay with it because the whole jacks thing she was clearly or or i thought she was out you know before he actually went out i i thought the the amount of red flags and stuff and the the way he'd been when adam came in i i think Paige was just thinking no this there's too much going on here and then what was it she said that i don't have time to mother someone or to you know teach them how to be a boyfriend or whatever so i i think the, the coupling up with Adam and, and everything, I can kind of go with that. But the way she's being so insecure and like, you know, it's it's as if they've been coupled up from day one. Tonight, it did irritate me a little bit. And, and the thing is that it's, I've seen this many times across the different seasons on the UK, the US, Australia. 
and yeah, they do. You know, even though they seem to have this great connection with someone, one one half goes out, and then suddenly, you know, a couple of days later, they're madly coupled up with someone else, and, and it's just I, I don't know why it just jarred with me how Paige was being. Um, it, it, like I say, it was like they were all lovey-dovey for the longest time. It was the first real connection she'd had in there. Not seen any evidence, and I know the show's edited, but any evidence that she's got, you know, any kind of latent feelings at all from Jax. Whereas, I don't know, I, I'd have expected that. And she might do. She might just be not showing that, uh, certainly not to the camera. Yeah, it's interesting. I did see some good pictures of Jax. He was with uh, Antigone as well, Dave. I don't know if it was a bit of a promo thing or they were with the same talent agent, but there's quite a few pictures on social media of them two, and they look quite cute together. I must be honest, mm-hmm. Dave. He looks happy, so what, let's see. Well, what, what do you reckon he'll be making of watching this? <sighs> if, if, if he was being his true self when we've watched it, I don't think he'd be very happy, Dave. I don't yeah. think he'd be happy. I think... He might feel that he's done enough. But look, look, we can't lay lay this at Paige's door. Jax was just a fucking, com- you know, a complete bell end, wasn't he? A complete bell end, and and it doesn't excuse what he, the way he was at times, and that, and obviously the stuff we heard about him. But he needs help. He needs help. He needs like uh, to speak to people. He, he did the right thing. I, I still think he was told to leave. But either way, if he made that decision good on him that's fine but he needs to take a look at himself as does people like Luca and stuff so yeah we'll see he's not there she's in there because it was it, what struck me was when Adam said I'm attracted to Natalia but weird thing I can see it working with us and, and, and long term and, and then he went because it's only been a week and I think you, you forget don't you obviously it's very intense for them they're all together so much all day you it's very rare you would be with someone like that for 12 hours would you you'd have to go mm. to work normally or unless you're on holiday obviously but nine times out of ten you only get that the time they get together i know it's like an extended holiday most couples don't get that even at weekends dave's you know so yeah, yeah, so yeah. so i can understand when he says a week but when he says it you're like oh shit yeah you know she's with jacks for nearly six weeks wasn't she mm. really so it's interesting it's really interesting how that plays out but i mean she's not a villain i just did don't believe I just don't believe them as a couple, I think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we'll see. Is it that the guys have just got worse and worse, Chris? Because Alan Collard is supposed to be this massive Love Island villa. <laughs> villa? villa? The whole yeah. villa. Uh, villain. And he seems like one of the best guys in there. I know. It's fucking bad, that, isn't it? I mean, compared to Luca and stuff, he, he, he looks like a fucking saint, doesn't he? But Dave... He, has he done this for his his PR stuff for his his brand yeah, yeah, yeah. going and he's redeemed himself after four years of being an absolute twat, basically? I, th- I think there is a bit of that, isn't there? And uh, yeah. you know, I guess you see him all, don't you? They, he's he's already got his career, so I do wonder what his motivation is for going in. And what you just touched on there, maybe it is just to clear his name kind of thing. Maybe he's had enough of being the villain, being the bad boy, maybe. I don't know. I'd like to know what his real reasons for going in there are. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, look, he might be a better person, and hopefully he is, because I I read up on the stuff that I forgot about, even though I'm a Love Island, you know, super fan, and and then get called out for not being a super (laughs) fan. But but no, but, but, but there is... 
there is a redemption there for anybody. If you've made them sort of mistakes, then great. But obviously, when you're on a TV platform, the lucrative side of it, that, that side of it's what's irking me, Dave, thinking, yeah, I'm not fucking buying into this. But if he has done it for genuine reasons, then fair play. I just don't think he has, to be honest. But um, I'll tell you what I do want to talk about, Dave. Now, this is very important. Now, every episode I watch this, I watch this, I watch Love Island with my wife, and every episode, Sam kicks off Dave and she says can you ask this question out to our lovely female audience so we we can't actually answer this one Dave so she wants to know why is this a thing the girls do the hair and straighten the hair before they get in bed she said what is the point and she sits there every night when we watch it tonight included <laughs> going mad and I went you're asking the wrong person because I haven't got a clue so so that's the that's a question I would like answered Dave and so would Samantha and it would make my life a lot easier Dave because I can't answer that one yeah I'm afraid I I no idea at all I hadn't even noticed it to be honest Chris um I don't know maybe maybe is it just so when they if you straighten a bit before you go to bed, it makes it a bit easier when you get up in the morning. That's the only thing I can think. Or mm. it's literally the producers going, right, can you can you do stuff? Well, I don't know. I've, I've taken my makeup off now. What do you want me to do? I'll, I'll straighten your hair. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, it, it could be that, couldn't it? A little, yeah. little bit of manipulation just to get some of that girl chat at the end of the day. It could be, Dave. It could be. But, Dave, we have had a few emails, my Can friend. Can I just say one final thing? Um, yes. Just that it's spotted in the episode. So it was early on, and it seems to be a bit of a running theme now, but uh, India keeps calling Dammy Deji. <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, I don't know what the reasons are, but it did cross my mind. It's like, is India actually playing the really long game here? You know, she... I, I said about her just kind of forgiving and, and getting past what Dammy's done. But, you know, maybe she's, well, there's no maybe. She is getting into Dammy's head a little bit, you know, just, oh, I said Deji again. Oh, I can't believe I said that. Oh, man. And you can see he's stewing. And then, you know, she's making him breakfast and Dammy, uh, Deji's like, oh, can you throw my eggs in there as well? It's like, oh, it's not special anymore. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what's going on there, whether she has got this, you know, she, she'd pied off Deji, hadn't she? But, you know, maybe there's still something a little bit there in the back of her mind, or maybe she just is playing Dammy. You know what, Dave? <laughs> That'd be the best. Because yeah. I think we all think Dammy's playing India. If she is playing him, then she gets an award from me, Dave. The Chris Phelps fucking radar award, Dave. You know, we, we only hand yeah. them out once. I've just made that up, by the way. But <laughs> it's a new award. But if she's actually playing Dammy, then fair play to her. He deserves yeah. a bit of a kicking down anyway. And he's humbling anyway, to be honest. But uh, anyway, Dave, we've got an email. And now when, when you're there... And you through the day and you check our inbox, Dave, and you get an, an email entitled Toxic Gaslighting, Misogynistic Ego Stroking Circle Jerk. Well, Dave, I was like, oh, I've got to get a what, cup of tea for this one. What, what have we done now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one of us is it? Is it Dave or is it Chris? <laughs> so this one's from our friend Lucy, and it's, it's a good one. She says, Dear Chris and Dave, 
On the first time email, I recently found your podcast after I gave up listening to the delusional excuses for piss poor behavior on the official Love Island podcast. So now I listen to yours and laugh out loud rather than screaming. Are you fucking kidding me? Every five minutes. I started watching Love Island during lockdown and it's been an excellent escape from all the terrible shit going on in the world over the past couple of years. But this season is hitting me differently. It started off great and I love the drama, but lately it has been emotionally draining and hard to watch. The constant toxic gaslighting, misogynistic ego-stroking circle jerk going on with the boys in the villa is not entertaining. It's just maddening and sad. What really bothers me in that physic what really bothers me is that physical abuse is absolutely not tolerated by the producers, but continued emotional abuse and manipulation are allowed as if that's not just as harmful to victims. I'm tired of watching these pricks parade around the villa as if their shit don't stink. They're a bunch of insecure twats that clearly don't think they can win on their own merit, so they need to bully and manipulate others to pump themselves up and feel like more of a man. After Dammy lifted the veil and let his rom-com comments slip, I don't believe anything that comes out of his mouth, especially that complete rubbish about being upset he was in the bottom two because, because it upset India. His actions have shown us time and time again that he doesn't give a fuck about her, that he's not how you treat someone you care about. The producers should have let the public vote him out along with Billy and Luca. I did not believe his or Luca's fake-ass apologies for one second. If they had a problem with their behaviour, they would not repeatedly act that way that they have done this season. Luca is just a walking red flag. He's like the one of those snakes guarding a treasure chest, just waiting to strike anything threatening. His prize is disgusting. Gemma needs to run far away when she gets out, Dave. That's a great actual mm. description of Luca. Davide says a lot of fucked up shit that gets swept under the rug because people are charmed by his accent. I hope Ekinsu's brother gets a chance to share his candid thoughts on family day. I'm on the fence about Adam. He has a very concerning past and he's made some comments this season that had me fuming. However, he has done things that have shown growth this season, like when he told Billy he should not have been intimate with Danica before deciding whether or not he was all in. That's mm. essentially, though, what Adam did to Rosie in season four. Only time will tell. I might eat my words in a few days. Deji is one of the least problematic guys this season, but he let me down when he commented about not being able to trust Ekin. Maybe I missed it, but I didn't see him ever asking Ekin about her side about her side of the casserole story. Mr. Ticky, titty Licker, Ticky, <laughs> Mr. Titty Licker or, or whatever has been a victim of these toxic guys and they have played him like a fiddle, just like they have with the women. I simultaneously feel bad for him and want to shake him while screaming. These fuckers are not your friends. Obviously, I can't leave out that he should not have used cocoa and sucked her tit or whatever. That was shitty. <laughs> In my opinion, the boys don't deserve to be there at this point. I just want the girls to couple up with each other and for the boys to be removed from their abusive behaviour. Like they would pull someone for being physically abusive however i was set for having the boys separated from the women and put into a room to watch their behavior with their mothers a representative of women's aid and a therapist while the women enjoy a paid holiday on another note and other women are talking a lot taking a lot of heat for not standing up to the boys this season i'm not excusing them but i think it's important to remember that they have gradually been conditioned to question their perception of events and their instincts while simultaneously being manipulated into accepting absolute bullshit from the boys being trapped in a house with distractions and separate from people you trust and forced to share living spaces and a bed with people that continue to engage in manipulative behaviour must be a complete mindfuck. I can understand why it may be hard to speak up in that situation. I think part of this could be due to the bystander effect, the inhibiting influence of the presence of others on a person's willingness to help someone in need. Research has shown that even in an emergency, a bystander is less likely to extend help when they are in a real or imagined presence of others than when they are alone. 
sometimes this happens due to diffusing a responsibility, assuming someone else will handle it or out of fear that they will become a target. Things will somehow backfire on them. We must remember that all of these women have been verbally abused and manipulated for weeks. I can't believe the producers have just brought more women into the villa to be gaslit and mistreated. At the end of the day, the responsibility for the poor behaving for dressing the poor behaviour falls squarely on the boys in ITV. The producers should not allow this, let it continue or air on, t- on the TV. This only enables these fuckers to gain more clout. If last year's season of sorts anything is that the public, especially young men, need to see clear consequences for dickhead cheating behaviour or else it paves the way for even more dickhead bullshit cheating behaviour. Thanks mm. for reading. P.S. It's quite refreshing to hear men call out other men on their fucked up nonsense behaviour. I like that you tell it how it is and are not afraid to take any criticism yourself. By the way, I don't think you curse too much. Well, that's fucking great news, Dave. <laughs> I think you can even step fuck it yeah. up. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck, yeah. Uh, colourful language is necessary when discussing the disgusting things these immature pricks are doing in the villa. I look forward to hearing what you have to say about Love Island USA, your friend from across the pond, Lucy. Now, Lucy, Dave, is from Washington, but I think she's been listening to our podcast a lot because she's got a lot of English sayings in there. Now, twat is a saying of yours, Dave, so that's very good. No, that is a great, great email. And, and you know, again, we, we just chat about all the gaslighting and stuff. And, and I must admit, in particular this season, when it's gone a bit sour on the show, I, I, I have turned off myself, you know, from the, the, the main podcast because it just... I don't know. It, it's just an extension of the show, isn't it? And it, it, it's there to promote the show. So they're not going to call out the producers and all of that. They're going to get in there, just eat adverts and, uh, you know, Reddit advertising as they have to, because they're being paid to. It just, it just doesn't do anything for me personally. Um, and, and I like the fact that we talk about this shit and, and I think not enough people talk about it and, you know, not just, us as two mates someone should genuinely focus more on the behavior here because i I think the thing with the girls not calling out the boys as well is unless you're very very close to it i think it's harder to spot the the kind of mental abuse and really think about it you know we, we have we're great as human beings as brushing things off and looking at things positively even the the miserable people you know the, that we know in our lives you know generally you know you look at things and you're positive about it it's like oh no it'd be all right or whatever um or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah i i think it's part of it is just not recognizing it not recognizing the red flags and and picking up on them and calling them out and i think there needs to be a lot of education about that because the trend is on love island the boys are getting worse and i hope you know i do hope that that younger men aren't watching this and thinking oh yeah this is this is normal this is you know a mirror of real life it's fucking not you know or bloody well shouldn't be so yeah it is an interesting one yeah, it is an interesting one. And I, I think as well, Dave, like, you know, we just call it as we see it. And we've seen a lot of people come over to our podcast this season because of that. And what, what when you was talking about the, the, the official podcast, and I've listened to it a few times and I find it just too, too vanilla. It's too, what it reminds me of, I'm a massive wrestling fan, the old school wrestling. I don't really watch it now, but I was a massive WWF, WCW wrestling fan for all my life. I still watch the old stuff on a, a YouTube 
But what I would say is I used to buy the official magazine for WWF in like the, the 80s, the late 80s, early 90s. And that's and just an extension just of switching off now. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> switching off now. Oh my God, Chris. Yeah, what a dick. No, but what what was and it's a perfect example is I used to buy the unofficial magazines, which would have all the insider information and stuff like that. But the official stuff, like the podcast, was just an extension of the show, which was it carried on the storylines in the show. And that's what these fuckers are doing. On and and it's wrong that they don't do it. But obviously, Kem and that they're onto a fucking good thing, Dave. They're getting paid yeah, big money. Yeah, we've yeah. got we've got no affiliation to anybody, so we can say what the fuck we want, whether you agree with us or not. That's fine. We try, we you know we, we we try our best to be down the middle. We don't always get it right. And if we get it wrong, call us out. And that's exactly, and that's why we have the, the emails and we read them out and that. But it doesn't make us better than them, but it just makes things wrong when they can clearly see things are wrong. You speak to Ken off that podcast, if you knew him as a mate, I can guarantee he'd be saying like fucking lads are a lot of dicks, unless he mm. thinks they're not. I don't know. Because they all know each other. Everyone's incestuously interwoven in these shows they get they get on them because someone's been on it or a friend of a friend and all that bollocks so i'd hope to think that but i agree that that's the problem with the official one at the moment it's just not acknowledging what's going on yeah yeah so cool next one is from jace it's a short one it just said india it's starting to really rub me the wrong way i think her and toxic damage deserve each other at this point i'm really hoping the public gets a vote again and there's a double dumping there's a lot of couples in there now i'm just wondering how they're going to start whittle down the village there are just too many aren't there yeah. <laughs> just get some of them out you know but but then i'm almost wishing the season away i know you know like I say when the baby game comes that's it that's that's the end yeah there's that, no more drama left to squeeze out of the season no that's me giving up then i think dave but the, and then the last one is from chrissy and it says the boys suck hi chris and dave i feel so bad for danica billy really did her so dirty he's an entitled little prick and an unfunny slimeball liar i was so happy he got sent home he far overstayed his welcome in the villa then the bit at the end where everyone has to say something nice about it when he's leaving i think it was adam that said billy lit the villa up no he didn't mm. he barely knew him he was an annoying little catter and more roach that tried to crawl into bed with any girl that would have him good riddance then Luca joined the deliberations of sending Summer and Danica home, which, which come on, a fucking easy choice. But Luca was like, Danica's had enough chances. Oh, me when she wasted her time on you for a whole week when you completely yeah. ignored her, made her feel unwanted and then bitched about sleeping on the daybed, which was your fucking choice. He's a fucking twat. Dave, everyone loves your saying. This is, this is brilliant. Dami, this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy's got it nailed. Dammy being so confused about being in the bottom and he's like, I'm so afraid I'm embarrassing India. Well, duh, he's fucking kissed Summer and Full mi- a full minute into that challenge after he lied and said he never liked her just the day before he's fucking embarrassing himself in India the only guy I like right now is Deji and the two bombshell mm-hmm. girls aren't even interested in why would producers do that I really hope Danica makes a genuine connection with one of the new boys that scene of her crying really broke my heart mm-hmm. also did you see David A doing Ekinsu's hair that was cute I'm so I'm sorry Dave but I'm all in on them now Last thing, I would love to hear more thoughts on why you guys think all the boys love pay so much. Didn't half of them want to marry in that challenge? Thanks for letting me vent my thoughts to you. I can't wait to hear your thoughts in the next episode. Best wishes, Chrissy. Brilliant email again, Chris. What I would just say is no apologies necessary. I, I think I'm on the Ekinsu and Davide train now as well. I, I don't know if I officially submitted to the radar, Chris. Uh, but yes, as, as the remix suggested... The radar one this time, Bond. (laughs) 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 But next time. No, uh, they're just so 
endearing when they are actually together when they're not kind of well, certainly when Davide's sniping that's not great but you know there is definitely something there way more than any of the other couples so yeah if, if i had to place my vote right now that's where it'd go good stuff dave good stuff <laughs> just realized we've got another uh, review so um that's crap of me so this one says finally it says after the fire pit retired last season i was stuck with the saccharine morning after this is the business a distinct lack of airbrushing i'm here for it and that's from homie baloney um <laughs> that's <quite> name. Name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's in our uk apple podcast store as well so absolutely brilliant thank you very much for that and i, I i'd forgot we had this review to be honest Chris. So I just, obviously we spoke about the official um po- uh, podcast earlier yeah yeah no good stuff good stuff dave so big thank you to everyone guys we really really appreciate it get over to chris and dave's reality tv cast we're at 292 followers now all friends over there let's all talk about reality stuff absolutely amazing uh, a big thanks to charlene as always for moderating and, and keep things ticking over there dave it's really really good of you guys uh, so if you do want to support us get over to patreon.com forward slash cd reality cast if you want to email us cd reality cast at gmail.com and if you want to follow on social media at CD Reality Cast. So today's roll call of honor is Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Haley, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libbage, Helen, Joanna, Amy, Noreen, Jackie, Neve, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Tom, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Gavin, Annabeth, and Kate. So thank you so much. And I did see that Kate had been tipped over the edge, Dave about being a patron because of one of your jokes, which I'd only just come across before the podcast calling Mr. Humphrey. So far you've been served. So I'm happy <laughs> it's another one. I mean, I obviously I post it. It's in a public place or in the group at least. Uh, but if no one else saw it, I was just chuckling away to myself when I was writing it, just thinking I'm free. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, very good. Very good. And I will just say as well. So I, I saw another question, which was who are these people on the roll call of honor? So those are all of our patrons. And so we, we just thank them uh, after every episode for supporting us and whatever, but whether you get onto Patreon, whether you're just listening in, uh, emailing in, dropping us a review, whatever it is, we really appreciate all the support. It's just taken off in terms of the download numbers and stuff this season again, hasn't it, Chris? It's just every season though, Love Island just catches fire. You know, it just gets yeah. into the public zeitgeist, doesn't it? And um, it's great to interact with, you know, all our longtime listeners and people who interact with us and stuff and uh, newer people coming on board. No, it's brilliant, mate. It's dead humbling. It's so nice. It's so nice. So thank you, guys. We're going into the final week almost. So uh, thanks for sticking around with us. And let's hope that we get a bit of drama, Dave, because I've just got a bad feeling that things are just slowly meandering off into the wilderness that will be the absolute shit show of me putting a bucket next to me watching these next episodes <laughs> yeah. and i'm trying to buy into these sales pitches who's gonna win oh ekinzu and davide or no one else for me dave yeah like i say i can't wait for tomorrow it's gonna be a bit of drama with ekinzu and natalia but from the last two episodes i think we're, we're starting to squeeze the pips out of the drama now it's is eking out and and we're going to switch our focus from the drama to the uh to the lovey-dovey stuff and yeah 
It's been a great season though, hasn't it? I mean, obviously, I'm sure we'll do a wrap-up at the end, but to be fair, there were lots of these types of episodes in last season, and we just haven't felt it as much this season because, you know, we haven't had as many lulls. No, no, you're right. We've really enjoyed doing this season more than any of them, I think. This has just been, from the get-go, it's been brilliant. Every episode, I've been dying to get on the podcast. Yeah. So... 46 no, times. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> the not daily, daily podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dave, just before we go, you've got fucking homework to do. Is that to watch episode two of Love Island USA because you fucking tosser. So you better watch that. Otherwise, I'm not speaking I to will. you. What, what are we doing with the Love Island USA one? So, so, I mean, there's a third episode out now, isn't there? Yes. So we so, need to probably watch that. <laughs> When are you going to fucking watch that one? Sure, I'm going. <laughs> right, I'm going there. <laughs> so we might batch up. I, I, we'll yeah. figure something out, you know. So yeah. I have to watch the first one. Um, we'll do. We'll do either. Maybe we'll just comment on the first one. Mind you, you've watched the second one now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll do the first three, or, or maybe the first week, Chris. Who yeah. Knows? Maybe do that. Maybe do that. So we're in the bit. Nothing's happened so far, anyway, Dave. So yeah, let's do. <laughs> No, uh, spoiler alert, first episode was just classic Love Island, wasn't it? Just almost the same script, just different faces, um, different accents. But we'll sort it out. Right, Chris, well, thank you very much, sir. And it's been great to speak to you. It's also been extra great to wind you up a bit. (laughs) So enjoyed it. And thanks to everyone out there for listening and supporting us again. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. Thank you.